0: song,
1: yeah. oh, Hi, everybody, welcome back to Soft Life Through Christ, the only way to live a soft life. The only way. Okay. (laughs) So we are back and we're super excited and so thankful. We've been getting so much love and just so many DMs, so many comments. It's just been the outpour of love. So we're so grateful and we're happy to be back with episode two.
0: And it was so crazy that some people were even saying that they went through some deliverance while watching Mm -hmm. the video. So that was very refreshing to see.
1: Yeah, it was just so amazing. I did not expect this at all. (laughs) I was like, hold up. This, this a lot, lot okay <laughs> it was just so nice to see that we're on the right track yep. and we're touching people and helping them at the same time yeah so it's just like a proud little moment that we yeah. have going on here
0: yeah i was in the shower and i'm telling god my like, god you did that like you really did, did that, that. okay <laughs> I, i'm just so happy yeah i'm very grateful we did want to come on and kind of define what is soft life through christ to us because we know there was a former definition of soft mm-hmm. life so we we're here to redefine what soft life through Christ
1: means. So formally, what did we look at soft life as? When I thought of soft life in the past, I would think of fine dining, Mm. shopping, traveling. Some people even incorporate getting money from men, just like, you know, being, being that girl, just a soft life, soft era girl. But now I feel like, For us, soft life is more of a soul care type situation rather than self-care. But self-care is fine as well, but it's just more so working on the soul. You can do self-care. We don't struggle in the kingdom, okay? Mm -hmm. We don't have to struggle in the kingdom, but it's more so working on your inner self, peace, love, joy, you know, all the fruits of the spirit. So that's how I'm thinking of soft life now.
0: I know a lot of people may think, okay, persecution going to come. How are you going to live a soft life through Christ? But in the Bible, it actually says that for in the world, you will have troubles, Mm -hmm. but take heart because I have overcame the world. So if he overcame it. What are struggle? The yes. Yeah. And so.
1: people will be going so hard like, mm-hmm. oh, Jesus struggled. Jesus pr- was persecuted. Why shouldn't you be persecuted? Why shouldn't you have to struggle? Because Jesus did. And it's like, okay, we understand that mm-hmm. we're not going to act like we're never going to have any struggles. Right. But we have to understand that we already have the victory through Christ Jesus in right. any situation. So and he says when, we're more than conquerors. We're, we're way more than conquerors. honey. I know so right. it's just like you have to put your mind in a place like no matter what the situation is. The circumstance you already have the victory so mm-hmm. we like to look at it as we don't have to struggle in the kingdom because we know we already have the victory through Christ Jesus right and a lot of people go around
0: and say you know we walk by faith and not by sight yeah. but having faith is saying I have overcame this battle through Christ Jesus so yeah that's exa- no matter what the situation may look like knowing that we have overcame
1: it through Christ it Jesus don't is even enough. much matter yes it's almost like you literally have the cheat code to life. When yeah. you come to the kingdom, you give your life to God. It's literally like a cheat code, girl. Mm-hmm. I love it. And Matthew 1130 says, for my yoke is easy and my mm-hmm. burden is light. My so burden is light, baby.
0: God said that,
1: then our burden <laughs> is light. Honestly, that's almost like that's all you need to know. That's the just battle's that. already won, honey.
0: Yes. So when you guys are representing soft life, keep those things in mind mm-hmm. that we are more than
1: conquerors, period. That's yep. it. And we're going to live this soft life. Through Christ. Christ. Okay. Yes. And that's
0: the only way to live it. Let's remember that as well. Soft life is great, but if you don't have Christ at the center of it, it ain't going to be a soft life like what you're thinking it's going to be.
1: Yep. I totally agree, sister.
0: (laughs) So we have came back to talk about what does life after the deliverance looks like? Because we spoke about the deliverance. We spoke about getting all the impure spirits out of us. But what do you do when the spirits are all gone and now it's time to walk out this Christ like life? You really got to
1: walk that walk. I'm telling you.
0: In Matthew 12 45, it actually says that the spirits will come back. See that mm-mm, the house mm-mm. is empty and go get seven more spirits to come back.
1: So they went to go get the game. Yes. honey. They trying uh-uh. to tempt
0: you. So yeah. we're really entering this wilderness period where we have to make sure we're consecrating, fasting, staying in our words, staying connected. With God. We all here to talk about how life after the deliverance went for us. We understand that it may look different for everyone, but we're gonna talk about our personal
1: experience just to give you guys a little background. So, since I was the last to get delivered, I'll just go straight into it. After the deliverance, it was kind of scary because of everything we experienced and I feel like I was still trying to wrap my head around everything that went on, but I was very happy to know that I was free. I'm like, thank you, Jesus. I am set free. The verdict was not guilty. And we ended up staying at my mom's house because we were kind of scared to go home. We were more knowledgeable about spirits and just understanding that it was spiritual. Like Mm -hmm. we were literally living in the spirit now, even though we have a natural body. So we stayed at my mom's house we all slept in one room together (laughs) it was the wildest thing it was nice for all of us to just be together in this Mm -hmm. moment to comfort each other and get ready to walk out our new life we was waking up in the middle of the night sometimes praying for each other (laughs) or whoever was up first would just start praying it was super sweet you Demon know made a
0: rap a christian rap <laughs> like, in the middle making, of
1: the night I'm like, yes <laughs> and then i'll hear like one person in the room playing music somebody else will be playing scriptures in the middle of the night we literally stayed for like a week at my mom's house yeah but it was a very good experience i feel yeah. like we we all needed, we needed each, other. each other yeah, yeah. So after the week was up, we had to grow. Up. We had to put our big girl panties on. I was and like, just go home. You. I'm like,
0: ready. I'm ready to go home." Let's I was go home. not ready.
1: I'm, I'm I like ready. for people to like cuddle me. And no, I'm be, ready to go. Home. I like the body heat. You know, <laughs> all us <laughs> in the same bed. I was, I was it just ain't. loving it. But she was like, "Girl, let's go home." So I'm like, "Whatever. I'm gonna just go home with this girl." <laughs> and when we got back home, it was time to clean up because you know, in the first video, I had told you guys it was a little tussle in the house, so I didn't really get to clean up. So now I'm just like, it's time to just cleanse this house, pray in the house, get everything that is not of God out the house. The first thing we had did was clean out our closets and just got rid of our old clothes because of course we couldn't dress the same anymore. And I had a lot of lingerie outfits. I would literally wear lingerie as an outfit Mm. with heels (laughs) and just go out in public thinking I was doing a a thing. So I had to get rid of all of that stuff. I got rid of a lot of stuff also that men had bought me in the past, like bags, shoes, just everything. I wanted a whole new start. And I was just throwing it down the trash chute, not even giving it away because I'm like, what if this is spiritual? Like, what if it's a spirit on this stuff? I just want to throw it away. I don't want to pass it on to anybody. You was throwing out some nice things, now. Girl, it, it kind of still hurts me a little, but I know God is really. gonna replace everything, so it doesn't even matter. But I was thinking the other day, I'm like, dang, I threw away my Valentino heels, <laughs> I, know I wanted to wear them in one of my outfits, but I'm like, you know, God is gonna replace all this stuff. I, it don't even it's just materials. It, it ain't, it wasn't yeah. gonna happen. Go he to already heaven. replaced it, yeah, it wasn't going to happen,
0: anyways. Like, yeah, he already replaced it with much more luxury, such as peace, love, love.
1: joy, like so happiness, fine. yeah. Him even covering us, girl. Right. Like, that's more than a, enough. They don't even a pair of shoes, but they did go in my outfit, like I said, girl. <laughs> and I remember having a vision too of my closet. It's like my closet was super clean, mm-hmm. and after I cleaned everything out, it w- it came to to pass. Yeah. It was super clean, white. Everything was in order. I was like, wow.
0: So I feel like for me, I had to do the same things, like mm-hmm. throwing out stuff that men had bought me.
1: My little furry slippers. <laughs> I was like, girl, they gotta go. Yeah. If you come into my room, like, what do you think about this? I'm like, yes. mm, just because I was away. really asking, like, okay,
0: God, as I go through this stuff, like, convict me of what should be gone. And when I say I was so shocked at some of the stuff that I had found, I'm just like, uh uh-uh, uh, not always wearing a Marine King yeah, outfit. <laughs> outfit. I just was willing to give it all up. It was a lot of freedom that came attached to that, just knowing that, you know, my old life was behind me now and now it's time to just walk out my new life an important aspect of the wilderness is that consecration period really making sure that you're separating yourself so that you can build yourself up john the baptist himself was consecrated in order to prepare the way for jesus so i find that the consecration period is super super important for me personally that looked at like you know of course fasting getting into my word i was waking me up at 5 a.m because every time i would go to work I would be so tired coming home. I'm like, I can't read my Bible. Like, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. And then I was like, you know what, God? I'm going to wake up early. I'm going to commit. Because he'll wake me up and I wouldn't wake up. Then I realized, okay, he's waking me up because he wants me to be intimate with him. So once I realized that, I was up at 5 a.m.
1: And I'm looking at you sleeping. I'm like, how dare she get to sleep? No, but I woke up in the middle (laughs) of the night and I would look at her and I'm like, hold up. she. I was jealous in my bed. I'm like, she over there spending time with God. Maybe I need to start waking up. So one day (laughs) I did. I woke up at 5 (laughs) a.m. She was so grouchy. (laughs) I nearly fell asleep on the Bible study. So I'm like, okay, you know what? Thank you, God. I think that's just for her and not for me. And I'm going to just do the work in the the daytime. And I was on Auntie duty at night, so come out with his bottle. I'm like, I got to fill up
0: his bottle too.
1: Girl. It's almost like, because my baby don't wake up in the middle of the night. But when he starts seeing that you was up in the night, he's like, oh, I'm going to make her make make me a bottle. I'm like, listen, this is a lot. But I was
0: waking up and I was committing that time to him. I really know that God was speaking to me in those times and it was just so intimate cuz nobody up pretty much yes. all the lights like since we live in a high rise like all the lights in the other apartment buildings would be off i'm like yo i just got this own time with god like it's just me and him right now so it felt great also too i had went to the beach one day and it was just so beautiful like seeing the sunrise it was amazing and just praying and i feel like god has spoke to me in the word that he had told me was victory hmm. okay now my carnal mind was like, victory? Oh, God, I can't go there no more. <laughs> you know, victory. Yeah, like, I was about to say, victory is yeah. a lounge in Miami. I'm like, God, come on. I can't go there. And then I thought about it, and I was like, victory. So victory through Christ Jesus. I'm like, you know what, God? I would see that.
1: And that's right up your alley, because even back in the world, you would go to the beach yeah, and just I love chill. Beach, yeah. So just for you to go spend time with God at the beach, it was just like, wow. Yeah, I brought my little bean bag, and I just was chilling with me and my Lord. Another thing we had to adjust to was... New music. Yeah. Okay. That was a little difficult for me because when I have certain songs that I like, I'm going to play them to the ground. So I already had my set playlist and I never really listened to gospel songs. I knew like one or two. Break Every Chain by Tasha Cobbs. That was one of them. But- I just had to get a whole new playlist because, of course, I didn't want to continue to listen to secular music. And I felt like that part was really tough for me. But I'm just so thankful that y'all sent me y'all playlists. My other friend, London, she had a great playlist. (laughs) And I just be bumping out now. Now I really love it. But it was um, a tough transition to just go from listening to something you listen to every single day to just having to learn all new music over again.
0: And for me, music wasn't really like something that had a stronghold on me. I did enjoy my music, but I was just like, you know, if I got to give it up, I'm just going to give it up. And my little brother, he was actually helping me as well. He was sending like, he'll find all these like gospel rap. I don't know stuff. how he was
1: finding those I'm songs. Like,
0: Whoa, this sounds so close to what I used to listen to, to the point it was like almost scaring me. I'm like, maybe I shouldn't be listening to it. But he did find music that we would enjoy. And I appreciate that. And all in all, the... The true meaning behind the music is to worship and honor God.
1: The music that we listen to now, it Mm -hmm. really makes a big difference in how we start our day off rather than listening to the secular music that will disrespect women. So it's just so much better to be praising the Lord. You'll hop out the car like, God loves you, okay? (laughs) You'll see a random person like, God loves you. Along
0: with music being something that we had to adjust to, we also had to adjust to how we were going to navigate our friendships and relationships. Relationships, so that was pretty interesting.
1: I feel like your experience was way different from uh, mine because you have a lot of friends. Yeah, I only had two friends, baby girl. Yeah, and then of course, like I said, I had got out the relationship. But as far as my friends, I don't. I can't really tell you how they took it because <laughs> it was like a weird thing. <laughs> And I understand them because it was literally me out the week before in the club, smoking hookah, popping bottles. And then the next week, I'm just over here with my shirt to the floor, like all (laughs) covered up. And I don't smoke no more. I don't drink no more. So it's just like, huh? So my friends, it was like a huh situation for my friends. Like it caught them off guard. Yeah, it really definitely caught them off guard. And I I totally understand because I literally died to my old self. So it was like a death to them. So I feel like it was a little hard for them to understand, but they, (laughs) they started to understand and the relationships are not as they used to be, but they are still respectful of my journey. And I appreciate that. But I just want to throw this in there. One of my friends, I went to breakfast one morning. And this was fresh out the deliverance. Mm-hmm. I was all covered up. I had like on this big shirt. Like I'm like, I'm not showing no skin. So I pull up. I hop out the car. My friends are, he's already out the car. And he's looking at me. He's like, girl, what do you have on? Go home and change. <laughs> but it's me thinking I'm fly. I'm like feeling good about mm-hmm. myself. He was looking at out my outfit like, girl, what do you have he on? He wasn't used to you dressed like that. Yeah, he like was that. not used to it. But it was yeah. still funny. And I was just like, child, I'm feeling fly. I'm feeling good. <laughs> But it was definitely something that they had to get used to. Mm-hmm. And I do appreciate them for kind of understanding. <laughs> I still love
0: you guys. For me, you know how in the last video, I mentioned how I had a whole Halloween yard party plan. So I had to cancel the party. So I just took that as a chance to just let them know, hey, as I'm canceling this party, let me tell you guys why. And it was because I was embarking on my journey with God. My friends, they received it pretty well. They were very respectful. However, I did have a few who was like, so we can't just still go out that day? I'm like, I'm not going out on Halloween.
1: Like, it's just not happening. (laughs) I feel like that's a big question. They be like, you sure? Like, you want to go out? Even a promoter, he had wrote me. He's like, you don't want to host the um, New Year's party? I'm like, you don't see that I changed my life?
0: (laughs) I don't think people understood the depth of what we had went through and how we were very serious about how we were going to take our lives. My friends would also come to my shop, my last studio, and they would like hang out, watch movies, listen to music, and just talk. And I even had to cut that off. I'm like, you know, guys, I just want to spend time by myself, just me and my clients, and you know, really just consecrate myself so I can build myself up and be so planted in the Lord that when I do go out into the world and be able to talk to people, I still stand firm on my faith. And they received it well to the point. One of my, well, two of my friends, Think shout out to Lisa and Becky. They had actually knocked on my last room door. And I'm like, who's knocking? And I opened the door and I looked down. And it's just a gift with like a cupcake and some cards letting me know that they were super proud of me for going on my journey. So I just was like, wow, this is very heartwarming that my friends received it well, and whether or not they received it well, I still was gonna do what I had to do. But it was just refreshing to see that they respected my journey.
1: And you had bought all the snacks home. My baby was looking like, "Girl, this, this for me." You have some good friends. I really do. I really, really do.
0: So I feel like our things was like, you know, kind of experiencing two sides of the spectrum. Oh yeah, me, honey.
1: Okay, my consecration period it, it happened a little later. On. I was just so overjoyed yeah. that I was free and. It was a new side of life. Like, the grass is literally greener on the other side. Right. So, instead of me going straight into my consecration period, I went out to save the world, okay? <laughs> it was almost like, it wasn't shoving. You just had that zeal. Yeah, I had the zeal, and I was just so excited yeah. to understand, like, wow, Jesus is real, and he saved me so he could save you too. Right. So it was just me pitching that story to everyone, right. but not in a bad way. It was just like, I I want you guys to experience what I'm experiencing. Right. So... When I would talk to my friends, everything would be about Jesus. You could tell the conversation just started to be different. Not only my friends, just like people in general, when I would talk to them, even random people that I had to give words to, I would just, you know, Jesus this, Jesus that. And then I started to see that people wasn't receiving it as well as I thought. And then I went into my consecration period and I understood that they truly weren't rejecting me, even though that's what it felt like in the moment, they were rejecting Jesus And I just went into my consecration period. I'm like, you know what, God, these your folks, (laughs) these your children, you can handle them how you want to handle them. I started to read the Bible more and I came across John and in John, it says no man can come to the father unless he draws them near. So that's all I needed to know. But I must still always talk highly of God, no matter who I'm around. I just got to talk about him. So it just is what it is. You can't help. It's part of who you are now. You start to see certain people stop calling you. They start doing things without you. So it was just like, okay. Yeah, Like, y'all have fun, but I'ma still be spreading the gospel and loving on Jesus and him loving right. on me.
0: <laughs> also, too, I decided to take time away from Instagram because I felt like Instagram was taking a lot out of me by controlling my moods and controlling what I believe. That consecration time really helped me plant myself so that when I do get back on Instagram, I know what I know and I believe what I believe. So, therefore, nothing someone posts can stray me away from what I know is true. And then also too, one time I was going through my photos and I was trying to find my Dubai trip pictures because I was like, I had a good time. I want to look back at it. So I was typing in, you know, in the photos, you could type in the place. Mm -hmm. So I was trying to type in the place and it would not pop up. And I'm like, this is so weird. So I did it again. It did not pop up. So I'm like, you know, I'm gonna scroll and find these pictures. So I'm scrolling and literally, I cannot make this up. My phone was charged. It literally blacked out. And I was just like, you know what God? I understand what you're saying. I'm going to turn into a pillar of salt if I try to yep. look back Ain't no looking my back, baby girl. I understand now that God is a father, so he fathers us and chastises us. And that was a moment where I really felt like he was being a father and telling me like, uh-uh, we not doing that. Like, we are not looking back at who we used to be. We just pressing forward. So that was important for me.
1: To go back to the whole Instagram, it will definitely cloud your judgment, yeah. certain posts, because sometimes I'll be strolling on the explore page, and I'll see little stuff, and I'll click it, and you know the comments be good. <laughs> so you gotta forget the post, just go to the comments. Uh. So I'll go to the comments and I'll see people arguing in the comments, and I've never been the type to comment on anything. Mm. But when I say now, I be want to go back and forth <laughs> with them about Jesus. Like, right. Cause y'all the truth. Yes. And we're going to speak the truth. Okay. Right. So I just be ready in the comments. So you just got to do be careful on Instagram. Yeah. Even as far as days as we're recording the podcast or fasting, we just don't get on Instagram because it be a lot going on that, on that app. It's a lot. It can be used to help. But yeah. it also can do some harm, too. So you have to
0: be very careful and very mindful. Yep. Even if you just got to come off,
1: come off of it for a while and mm-hmm. just fully plant yourself and yeah. get right and then come back, like you said, I think that's a great decision. So I must ask, because I'm sure the people want to know, what was dating life like? you in my business don't do that, don't do that. <laughs> dating life for me right now looks like nothing okay <laughs> nothing i don't want to date in the season but i am excited for the future i know god is going to send me a mighty man of god that's going to love spread. me and he's going to love my son because, you know, we have packaged it. <laughs> but just right now, I'm just fully focusing on God. And I'm enjoying everything that he has for me. Mm. And just enjoying his love. Because for yeah. so long, I was looking for love through men. And, you know, that just didn't <laughs> go right. So I'm just excited to find myself again. Yeah. But through Christ, right. you know. So dating life is non-existent over here, baby. And I'm waiting to marriage. Of course, yes. duh. But... <laughs> I'm just excited about that. I just want to truly get to know the person instead of jumping straight into something because of what they got or how they look or who they are. No, like I just want to know the person for them and make sure, of course, that they have a relationship with God. I'm off of the dating scene, honey. It's too ghetto. So (laughs) I'm like, is she gonna ask me? Okay, okay. So since you want to be in my business, (laughs) what about you? How's your dating life? I don't hear any phone phone calls at night. you
0: actually do okay Okay, because i'll be on ministry duty
1: okay okay but i'll be hearing his girls on the phone so
0: i'm like okay after the deliverance like well actually before the deliverance i really wasn't talking to anyone like i had my friends but that was about it it's just you and your friends for life (laughs) no like my friends like friends like that you
1: had your boo thing
0: sorry (laughs) anyways anywho well i never met none of your boo things well you did me one but anyways you will meet my
1: husband that's all that matter okay i'm ready on our wedding day <laughs> so. i feel like me and your husband we gonna be best friends like i'm gonna be like send her some flowers today <laughs> you better help him pick out my ring now. Over, i'm picking out your- <laughs> i'm picking out your ring okay he can just come with me to the um jury store i'm
0: picking out your ring for you because i already showed her what i want yes but yeah i feel like i had a little friends before the deliverance but other than that like it was nothing i'm just like yo I, i'm
1: just not going to answer and doesn't it feel good now just knowing that the next man is going to be god sent yes we don't have to search we don't have to do none of that he's gonna we don't be have to suffer how about god. that yes girl we do not suffer in the kingdom sorry I'm y'all telling. can think what y'all want but we're not suffering in this life it's I mean, best, especially about no peace of man. a peace of a man just not happening. Mm-hmm. So. It just makes me feel so good knowing that my next man is coming from yeah. Jesus.
0: And you know what's so crazy? I was been telling myself that I had wanted to wait mm-hmm. even before I had got delivered. I'm like, you know, I want to wait again. Like I just knew for myself that marriage was something that I wanted and it was a beautiful thing. Besides the fact that growing up we never seen healthy marriages, I still knew for myself that I wanted to be married. So, I had committed to like even waiting prior to but I was it was like one of them waiting where you like oh no
1: if the right man you, come I might do shaky but
0: once I got delivered I'm like
1: waiting is what I am going to do so oh, I'm super it's not excited even a doubt about that Yeah you ain't mm. coming into no type of covenant with, with no piece of a man <laughs> We going to wait on our husbands yeah. Now that you say how you were excited for marriage mm-hmm. I just remember not being excited I came to a place where I was like I don't want to even be married I don't want to be tied to no man I was almost like, I don't want to say like a dog situation because that's just not the right word. But it was just like that. Like, I want to get them before they get me. It was just a poor mindset that I was in because I feel like I was hurt so much in my past that I couldn't even look at a man and take him serious. And that was happening to me, too. Like, I felt like I didn't really have respect for
0: men because of what I went through in my past. So, like, they'll be like, yo, Renata, why do you talk to me like this? And I'm like...
1: And, and they'll be it. some good guys, yeah. It, but you'll treat them according to that's how you so bad treated you. Yeah, I, I know. Too. I
0: definitely probably have hurt some good men because of Same. what I went through. So.
1: But you just be in a place. It be that Jezebel. I'm forgiven. It be that Jezebel spirit. You just be in a place where you don't care. And it yeah. almost becomes fun. It yeah. became a game to me to hurt. And this is just me being transparent. Mm-hmm. It was literally a game for men to like me and me to not like them back. And Same. just, it, I was getting a thrill out of that. Like, oh, he liked me. I could do whatever. I could call him. He would do whatever for me. Mm-hmm. And I I don't even got to like him for real. So it just became a thrill. And of course, that was spiritual because i don't want to be like that yeah it's just not even ladylike i want to love and be loved yeah and i feel like now that we received
0: love from christ we can now give love yeah because before it was like we was pouring out of an empty glass like a broken glass yes very much broken so So. now that we received love we can now give love so that's what's amazing is that now we we would know how to treat our spouse, and even our friends and family members, how they're supposed to be treated and supposed to be loved. So that's very important. And children as
1: well. That was a big thing for me with my deliverance. I feel like I became... 100% a better mom. Absolutely. And I don't think I ever was a bad mom, but Mm -hmm. I just know that I wasn't present. I was there, but I wasn't present. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I'll be so depressed. I'll wake up, make my baby's breakfast. I'll sit him in his high chair and go back to sleep, let him watch cartoons. I just wasn't in a place to show up even though I was there. So now I just... I snuggle that little boy with love. i be all in his face. I'm like, I love you so much. I just yes. love you. Because I receive love from my father, which is God. I receive love. So now I know how to give love. Yeah. And now he will know what it's like to be loved and give love. So when Correct. he gets older and he starts dating and he starts having kids, he will be able to love them. Because he's experiencing love from his mother and of course right. God as well as he starts to get older and understand that makes me very happy. That's one of the biggest things of my deliverance is just being a better mom to my son and understanding that I don't have to buy him a thousand dollar pair of baby shoes or a thousand dollar Gucci baby bag to seem like a good mother. All I have to do is pack him lunch, send him to school, <laughs> give him a little kiss, yes. and just show him that I love him. Even coming into agreement with postpartum depression. That affected motherhood for me as well because in the word it says that babies are a gift, right? Mm-hmm. So when you have a baby and you come into agreement with postpartum depression, it's like, how could this be if God gave you a gift? That's definitely a trick of the enemy Absolutely. because how can God attach depression to having a bundle of joy that? He says in this word that babies are a gift. When you are pregnant and you hear about, because you start reading when you're pregnant, you start reading all this stuff on Google, and you'll see about postpartum depression. And many women have postpartum depression. So it's almost like you come to a place of expecting to have postpartum depression, which I truly believe is a spirit. Be depressed. Wanted to kill your baby or even kill yourself or kill your spouse because you brought a bundle of joy into the world. Yeah, the it's enemy really is so really not of God. And I know for 100% sure that I experienced postpartum depression, of course, because I, I didn't go through deliverance before I had my baby. So it was just like as soon as I had him, I didn't want to hold my baby at birth. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it was. I just they tried to pass him to me in the labor room and I didn't want to hold him. So I just know that that. Was spiritual looking back on that because how, why wouldn't I want to hold my son as soon as right. I had him? But I ended up holding him. Even something as simple as that can be rejection from my son, you know, like that'll be a spirit re- of rejection yeah. for him because I rejected him. Everything is spiritual. Yes. And I didn't do it intentionally. I wasn't trying to reject him intentionally, but like I said, it was spiritual. And another thing that I think back on too, as far as women, thinking about abortion, even that thought of abortion, that's something that the enemy could just attack the baby right there because it's almost like rejecting the baby before the baby is even here. So the enemy, he loves that. That's why it's so important to know the truth so you could speak life over your kid and life over yourself because words are so powerful. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. So just be careful about saying stuff about abortions or even... If you have a thought about abortion, just cast that down because children are a gift. So speaking of children and creating a family, I think it's important for us to mention how did we
0: navigate our family life now that we were delivered?
1: Because it's way different from the friend aspect. Aspect, Yes. It's way different because this is family. Mm -hmm. And- I used to think in the world, I'm like, I did not choose y'all. <laughs> I did not choose y'all to be my family. But it was very different because you choose your friends. Yeah, You know, so you get to choose, like, if you want to be friends with someone. Family, you're born into it. hmm So I think it was a little difficult for some of them to not be as happy as we expected them to be. It was a little hurtful. And then just to even hear people say certain things and family look at you and they know the truth. And I understand both sides because they're looking at us like, why can't you just... I don't feel like we were rejecting them, but they're like, why can't you guys just accept us for who we are? But we, on the other side, looking at them, like, well, why can't y'all just accept us for who we are now? Right. So it was definitely a battle with the family. I feel like
0: prior to this, we were very close-knit with our family. Mm -hmm. So that separation was
1: a little different and a little abnormal. but But we still love them and we pray for everyone. Family, friends, daily. We even pray for people we don't know. I be Mm -hmm. praying for the nation Sometimes I'd be like, God, get this nation together, shake them up.
0: I feel like with the situation with the family, it definitely made me feel like, how could we have navigated this situation a lot better to make sure that they were receiving well and we were also respected? For example, Thanksgiving, because we had got saved in October and Thanksgiving had came about, and we were just like, we're gonna attend, even though it may be a little awkward because. We're different now. Like, we're just not the same people anymore. So it was definitely, like, a little weird, but we was able to still connect with family and speak to them. So that was great. Well, mm-hmm. then the next holiday, we decided to go ahead and spend it alone with our immediate family. So our brothers, our sisters, and, and that was my the mom. best
1: Christmas of my yeah. life, okay? It was yeah. Amazing. We didn't even buy each other no gifts. We didn't spend no money. All we did was cook a breakfast and we sat in the living room and we just talked for hours because every other Christmas, like I said, with my baby, I will always feel like I had to buy him this to be a good mom. It felt like that, too. I had to buy my mom a pair of shoes Mm -hmm. to make her happy. But this Christmas, it was like, I don't have to do any of that. I'm just going to love you like God loves me. I'm going to love on you. And I got to tell my mom was so happy too on Christmas just to see all her children together, everyone getting along. In yeah, good spirits. In good spirits. I just truly felt like this is how life
0: is supposed to this feel. Is this life. is how family is supposed to feel. And. What's important to remember, too, is that, you know, sometimes you may lose family or friends, mm-hmm. but you can gain that in Christ. Oh, yeah. I got so, new friends in yeah. Christ.
1: I got a second mom in Christ. Yes. I got a dad in Christ. <laughs> yes. I just love it. I yeah. love our new family. And I still love our family as well. Absolutely. Don't get me wrong. I love them. And I like I said, I pray for them all the time.
0: I just was in one of those situations where distance was necessary. Another thing that we had to transition was our occupations. (laughs) Um, So as far as businesses, we both were business owners. I had my own lash studio and I had an online boutique. Yes. So God had definitely called us out of our business and our situations was a little different. So we'll go ahead and describe what did that look like for
1: us? It was a little ghetto. Everything (laughs) is ghetto to me. Okay. Everything that is not of God you are ghetto. <laughs> as far as me, I had a million dollar business, and as soon as I got delivered, God said <laughs> to leave. Yep. Off back. It wasn't though, no, maybe. God said, leave it, leave it. And that was one of the things I fasted for, too, as I said in the previous video. So God was like, okay. I'm going to answer your prayer. So I had to literally fulfill all the orders, every single order I fulfilled it. Some people I even gave refunds to that. I knew I wasn't going to be able to fulfill it because God wanted me out the business. And this is the thing with me. I was being a little rebellious in the moment, but I knew that I had to leave it because God says so. So I'm like, maybe I'll just um, leave the site running for like another week, rack up my money real quick, fulfill the orders, and I'm gone. I tried to leave the site running and the person I was working with, they ended up stealing my domain name because I had to tell them as well that I'm out the business. They didn't take it very well. Of course, I didn't expect them to. It was almost like God allowed them to do that so I could get out this business. So without the domain name, you can't even run your website. They ended up stealing a large amount of money out of the business account when I told them, and they were also trying to bully me. But I'm like, hold up, hold up now. I'm from the south side of the kingdom, okay? (laughs) Like, you're not about to bully me out of my business, even though you did play a part. So instead of me being mad about the situation that was happening, which I felt like it was all God, even though it sounds a little harsh, it was all God allowing this to happen because it was time for me to fully step out of that. Instead of me being mad in the moment when I when I checked my account about the money being stolen out the business account, I was just literally rejoicing like, Father, please forgive them for Mm -hmm. what they know not. I like to look at it as God had all this planned. He had all of this planned. And he literally told me that the other day in the shower. He's like, don't let anyone take credit for what I have done in your life. Every single thing that I have been through was because God wanted me to go through that. Okay. He said, I've been preparing this table. This is God talking to me in the shower. He be, oh, he be getting me. (laughs) I feel like, dang. But he's like, don't let nobody take credit for what I have done for you. And he said, I've been preparing this table for you. You just Mm. had to show up. I was like, oh, so all I had to drop the mic. I was like, wow. And this is months later after I gave up my business. Right. He had told me all this and... Me leaving out of a business that was making a good amount of money, even though I said it was getting a little rocky at the end, I was yeah. still making a good amount of money. Not as much money I was as I was making before, but it was mm-hmm. a good amount. And just me, honestly, being able to give that up, I just knew that God had something better for me. Most people wouldn't have gave that up. Right? People, I'm literally walking by faith and not by sight. I had some money saved, thank God, but. Mm-hmm. It's just like, well, when that money run out, what if... Because he didn't tell us at the time that we we were going to do the podcast. He yeah. just literally told me, leave the business. I left it. So it was almost like, okay, God, so what am I going to do? You know, mm-hmm. I have these high bills. Right. I have, a, I have ba- a baby to take care of. I have to take care of myself. We have to eat. I'm just so happy that I did it because I just know that God has so much more bigger in store for me. I was idolizing my business as well. It made me proud to say that I was the owner of a million dollar Company. Boutique. it reminds me of that story in the bible where, where the rich
0: man didn't want to sell his possessions and yes. he was jesus was like it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle yeah. of a needle a camel an eye of a needle <laughs> versus a rich man to enter the kingdom Yeah. Yes,
1: yes. and i just fully gave all that up i'm yeah. like whatever god i'm, I'm out i'm out yeah and whatever it takes whatever it took and i just literally left the business the person Mm -hmm. breached the contract by stealing the money out the business account right and i was free from that business it was like because i was literally wondering like before i'm like how am i gonna get out of this because i did a contract with the person now it's like stole the money boom you out girl you free i answered your prayer even though it was a little different than what i expected i still rejoiced i said thank you god yeah thank you And I'm on to the next. What's next, baby? (laughs) So for me, things were a little bit different. I still was
0: working after the deliverance. I would still take my clients. And I had a booked schedule. Like, it was not no days. I was free. I was booked and busy. With my business, I was making the most money I've ever made. I was able Mm -hmm. to take trips every month. So I'm like, yo, I'm living the life. But after the deliverance, I'm like, I think I'm going to have to get out of this business because what it was founded on was not right. Like, my whole purpose behind starting my business was like, yo, I'm about to get revenge. Like, you know how people be like, oh, when I got the shop, gonna oh, to way I'm going to talk to other I men. I know. I was like, yo, I'm going to be a boss.
1: You be trying to outdo <laughs> them. You be I'm going to get more
0: money than them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to Harvard. <laughs> and I remember writing in my journal, I'm going to leave soon and I'm about to boss up. So that's exactly what I did. I started my business and even the money I founded it on was not right. So I truly feel like God was like, uh-uh. like this is not a business that was of God and that he called me to do. Mm-hmm. Because when you look at lashes, you're not like, oh, this is not of God. But the foundation of my business was not founded right. So after praying and fasting, I was like, God, whatever you want me to do, I'm willing to do. Like I'm putting my, because I always dreamed of being like this big corporate boss and just owning so many businesses. And because of that, I feel like, me handing over that dream I had for myself into God's hand, it was like difficult for me. But I was like, you know what? Whatever it takes, I'm going to do it. As I was praying and fasting, he ended up giving me a vision. And it said December 1st. Mm-hmm. Mind you, this was like the middle of November. I'm like, God, that's in two weeks. Like I never put a two-week notice in at any job in my life. I was like, all right, December 1st. I like, you sure? And he gave me confirmation. I told my clients. They was in a frenzy. They were like, am I
1: dreaming right now? I can't believe you. And they kept asking, like, what are you going to do? They yes. were so concerned. Even my grandpa, he was like, y'all don't have a job. I'm like, no, grandpa, I don't have a job. But yeah. I know God got me. They didn't understand. Even one of my
0: clients was like, so, like, you're not going to be homeless or anything, right? And I'm like, no, I'm going to be okay. Trust me, I'm
1: going to be okay. It's hard for them to wrap yeah. their mind like around Like the it. carnal
0: mind, you don't understand. Yeah. But spiritually, you know that God already have provision lined up for you. Like, oh, I'm going to be good. Our biggest dream
1: is so small to God. He's laughing at us. Like, (laughs) girl, you wanted to do what? Because on the other side where the grass is green at, Mm -hmm. he has so many plans for us that we could never wrap our mind around. And I remember moving out of my shop. I just felt nothing. Like, I thought, I'm like,
0: okay, this is the day I'm going to be so sad. I'm going to be crying. I was so excited. I (laughs) I felt nothing. Like, I had no feelings. Like, even to this day, I don't reminisce on it. I have not made a dollar since we got
1: um Me since i left girl. my business i have not made one
0: i don't feel no weight towards
1: it he's been providing the whole time yes, we when i say good. how many months ago did we leave our businesses so two december well i probably left, left before three. you yeah so in these three months we've been eating good <laughs> we have not lack for any we have Nothing. not lacketh <laughs> <laughs> okay not you're hitting us with KJ. <laughs> baby we have not lacketh anything honey yeah. And I'm just so grateful because some people may have a different experience, but for us, and I think it ties into being obedient as well yeah. because we're very, very obedient. Anything God says for us to do, we gonna do. God has been showing up and just yes. making sure that we're okay in this season of not working.
0: <laughs> I'll be like. <laughs> See, I'm unemployed in the real world, but, but I'm employed in yeah, the kingdom. Yeah, we work in the kingdom. Because every other day, we get a phone call. Deliverance happening. we yep. driving to the other side of town doing deliverance. So we're still working, but yep. we're just not working, you know? I remember talking to this
1: guy at this restaurant. Because <laughs> God I be talking to random people now. <laughs> and he was actually like, what I do? I'm like, I work for God. And he's looking like. So what do you yeah, do? You can tell he ain't like me no more. After that. He's looking like, girl, you're weird. I'm like, baby, I'm serious.
0: I really work for God. And then another thing, too, I was like, all right god you want me to come out my business like can i do one last run yeah. so i'm gonna sell a vendors list we all praying and he gave the vision to one of us and he was like 25 the number 25 and i was like 25 like 2500 or 250 <laughs> and it was like no 20, i see 25 and i was like but.
1: no you lucky you know guy, he he quite funny. you lucky he's like two dollars and fifty cents
0: he okay? could have okay? said 25 cents <laughs> So I'm like, you know what? $25. And when I say that vendors list did so well, Mm -hmm. I was super grateful. And I'm just like, once again, God, you just show up and you show out. That was my last leg. I cut the vendors list off. I'm like, I'm not doing no more clients. Even my mom was like, can I get my lashes done? I'm like, I don't do lashes anymore. Like I sever the ties. I'm not doing lashes anymore. And then I think back as well, and I remember I was decorating my shop because I had moved from a smaller shop to a bigger one. And I never could finish decorating. Like I had purchased this reception desk because I was going to turn it into a lash supply store so I wouldn't have to physically work anymore. And I could never finish it. The reception desk came out so bad and I had to like get a refund on it. So it's like God was already preparing this for me and I just didn't know. He was So just how you say table. he was preparing the table, we just had to show up. I truly felt like, God never allowed me to finish decorating my shop because he knew it was going to be gone.
1: And that's kind of similar to me as well, because I was going to do a custom line mm-hmm. and everything. I was um, searching for vendors, just yeah. ready to just get it popping. And God laughed. <laughs> he said, girl, if you don't give all that inventory away. You say your ways are on. not my ways. He and was my not th- your thoughts are not my thoughts. <laughs> Literally. So I just ended up giving all the inventory away we were in this together too yeah. now that I'm thinking about it because I left my business and, and then you end up leaving and it was just us like we gonna fully depend on God we gonna trust God no matter yeah. what and just be content in any situation that we're put in
0: and I truly feel like that obedience definitely led to some rewards because I feel like God honors obedience oh
1: for sure
0: so for me that reward looked at like getting my teeth done and let me tell you guys, the rewards can look different for everybody. Yeah. We understand that how our lives went may not be how everyone else's lives look. And God but as for knows us, the
1: desires of your heart. Yes. Let me just say that.
0: Yes. Yeah. So for my desires, personally, I have wanted to get my teeth done because, mm-hmm. I had like three chipped tooths, <laughs> because I had went skiing and the board hit my tooth. So because of that, I just was like, I feel like I would like to get my teeth done. It wasn't something that I was obsessing over or it wasn't something I idolized. It was just something like, yo, I would really like to get my teeth done because my smile was essentially messed up. And I had like the little temporary little ones to fix the chip, but it would keep falling out. And it it started to add up to the price as if I would just go get my teeth done. So I said, like, you know what, God, I would like to get my teeth done. I remember asking him, we love to acknowledge God in all our ways. And if he said that I couldn't get my teeth done, then so be it. That's what it was going to be. But I remember praying and asking God, and he had told me the exact dentist. And I was actually going to go in December with my friend because we go on our annual like best friend's trip. And I was going to go to Columbia and do it. And I remember praying and he was like, "Uh uh-uh, Columbia is not the place. Like you're going to do it here. And I now understand why I had to do it here because if something go wrong or if one teeth fall out, I could just go down the street and go get my teeth fixed. So I was praying and he told me the exact dentist's name and why would I go on the dentist's as confirmation, on the dentist site, they have the scripture, Proverbs 16.3. And it's like, commit all your ways to the Lord. I'm like, God. And then I remember another day I was leaving out the house in the garage. And there was this van. And on it, it said porcelain. And, you know, porcelain is the teeth, of course. But porcelain is also towel. So I'm like, <laughs> God, not to show it out. Not to let me see. And I never seen a porcelain truck, like, t- promoting towels. So I'm like, God, all right i see
1: what you would do with it. And now have my new smile, And I feel great. God, he wants us to have nice things. First of all, he owns everything. Right. So he also says in his word too, he, will, he won't withhold any good thing from us. So you could have it all in the kingdom. I feel like a lot of people try to downplay following Christ. Like, oh, you, like we keep saying you're going to struggle and this and that. But God wants us to have all the nice things. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't want us to idolize them. So what did your reward look like,
0: girl? Because I get just life itself. I'm very grateful for her reward because I get to take the benefits you of it do. as well. You will be riding out. I like you can't girl. benefit from my reward,
1: but I could benefit well, from I yours. look at? I okay, don't please. mind looking at you. Cause you have you. to talk to me every yes. day. <laughs> so I I don't mind looking at your nice little teeth. My reward was very different. I felt like my reward was me getting a new car. I didn't even have the desire to get a new car, but right. God was very much pressing the issue like you're getting a new car and he told me this right after he was telling me a lot of stuff fresh out the deliverance he was like boom 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 so when I was walking up to my car one day I heard the holy spirit say you're going to get the same car but you're going to get a better version Mm -hmm. so I'm like "Mm." okay I hopped in the car I kept it moving maybe two months down the line I'm not good with this whole timeline stuff but months down the line whatever it was the time, God brought it back up to me and he was saying, get out the car. So I was like um, calling around trying to get an appraisal for my car because I knew my car had went up in value. But the dealership that I first went to, they had gave me an appraisal that was so low. I'm like, don't play with me, okay?" because I know my car is worth more than this. It was just a stop on the journey and a testing of my faith. So when I got to the first dealership that was giving me the bad appraisal, I ended up meeting a woman and I had to give her a word from God. And it was something that she really needed to know. So I'm just thankful that God allowed me to go there, even though they tried me with the (laughs) appraisal. So I kept it moving and I'm driving in the car and I'm praying to God. And I'm like, you know, God, I don't really care to get a new car, but you're pressing the issue for me to get a new car. So what is it? Like, what am I doing here? And as I was praying, God had told me to hit up a certain sales guy. So I hit him up and just so happened I literally have a screenshot in my phone from two years ago that I wanted this same color for my car, mm-hmm. but I never ended up getting it. So he had that car at the dealership, the color and everything that I wanted. And when I say it was the smoothest process ever, mm-hmm. I literally just um, sent him my VIN number to my car and he did all the work and he called me and he said, Come pick up your new car. I was like, <laughs> Oh okay, I'm gonna come. Cool. And when I get there I'm talking to him and he has a different belief than me, but I was just telling him like about Jesus and that I changed my life. I took my new car. I went home and I was excited. I'm like, wow, yeah. I got a new car. God, thank you. Whatever you say is going to happen, it's going to happen. Your, yeah. your word will never return void. So Period. took that new car. I was chilling for a couple of days and the sales guy, he ended up calling me back. And even though he has a different belief system than me, he said, thank God. That was the first thing that came out of his mouth. My God, of course. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay, thank God. And he said, thank God that you got out of that car because we got to the dealership this morning and your oil tank burst in the middle of the night. I don't know how that happened. Mm-hmm. He said the oil tank had burst in the middle of the night. And if I had that car in my possession, I would have had to pay $13,000 and I would have been without a car for a while. Me and not having a car with a child just yeah. wasn't going to make, so I'm just so grateful. And he was just so happy too. He's like, wow, thank God. I'm like, yeah. I was reaching to the you, big my G guys. guy. The big G guy. Little one. <laughs> so I was just excited. Yeah. And I was able to pour into him as well and just telling him, like, you know, try fasting and yeah. reading more about Jesus. And he was very open to it too, because yeah. he just seen how happy I was. Yeah, I was wearing no makeup. Yeah. Just excited. And that was a big thing for me as well because I was used to always being glamorous and trying to upholding my image for social media because I did run a boutique and I would always have a makeup and, you know, just the whole Instagram girl thing. So after I got delivered, girl, when I say I had my hair out, (laughs) my short little bobby hair out flying. I was rolling with the the windows down, sunglasses on, (laughs) no makeup, just being free and being my true self. And I'm just so thankful. I just... I say this every day. Yeah. When I pray, I be saying it like five times. I be like, thank God. I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And he tell you, because, come to him
0: in Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah. That's all you can do because yeah. it's like, I know it's all of you. No matter what's the circumstance, anything, I'm just content. I'm happy just knowing that I have God on my side. Yep. I can't lose. So speaking of our business provision and rewards, I can
0: honestly say that running this podcast Being on this mission for Christ is so rewarding. rewarding. We didn't know we were going to be doing a podcast. I remember when we were in the world, we spoke about doing a podcast, but we were never on the same page
1: about it. When I wanted to do it, you didn't want to do it. I was just like, oh, we're just going to leave that idea. And I was never open to talking about my life. I Mm -hmm. always kind of been the person to try to keep stuff to myself or not let too much get out there. For God to say to do a podcast, it was very big for me because I'm like, God. I don't want to talk to them. I really don't. Like I said, we have the cheat code to life. So it's like, why not talk about Jesus? And why not tell everybody about Jesus and what he did for us? Like you said before, we were going to do a a podcast, a worldly podcast. But instead, we're like, no, God God wants us to do a podcast. And we're going to do a podcast. And we're going to speak about Jesus. And we're going to just shed light on what he can do. We could have honestly just talked about anything when you think about it. We could have talked about men we could have talked about drugs drugs sex money just all the worldly girly stuff but instead you know we we chose to talk about god of course we could have just took our salvation and kept it to ourselves and say you know we got we got our spot secure that's on them we just knew that that's not what god wanted for us he wanted us to help women and men as well another thing that god was telling me when i was in my quiet time with him was to tell you guys don't get distracted With the messengers, focus on the message, okay? On the goodness of God. Especially
0: even our past lives. Don't focus on our past lives. That is not who we are
1: anymore. Don't get distracted on the vessels, honey, because... Jesus ain't worried about that <laughs> God has forgiving yeah. it. It does yes. not matter. It's literally and like- And he washed it and see a Literally. And he washed <laughs> us white. Remember. He washed us white like snow, girl. <laughs> he don't see none of that. God loves us for who we are today. We are his children. Don't let the devil distract you, honey. He is crafty. He want people to be going at it. And yeah. just- Anything and y'all to not be understand, in them
0: comments. Yes, be kind, okay? Because
1: y'all be like... <laughs> y'all be about to fight each other. Yes. God called us to walk in love, y'all. Yep.
0: Love,
1: okay? And when you start to walk in love, you truly start to understand that <laughs> mm-hmm. it's not even the person, it's the spirits operating. operating. Mm-hmm. So you start to have compassion for people. Like, I'm going to just pray for you <laughs> and yeah. I'm going to intercede on your behalf. The kingdom yeah. is about love. God really stands firm on love. Even the topic
0: of persecution may come, even by us being out. Out because let's be honest, the enemy is mad about us doing this podcast. Oh, he is so mad, he do you not know? want us to yeah. win souls for the kingdom, baby. Therefore, that we expect the persecution to come, and we just endure through it. Like we know that the battle's already won. I remember one day I was praying. I'm like, God sent me a scripture, and He sent me the First Peter 2 22 verse twenty two, and what it says is that Jesus was without sin. So if Him mm-hmm. without sin had to get persecuted. Who what make we? you think we, who was once sinners, no longer sinners,
1: not going to have to get persecuted? God had um, sent me back to Galatians, mm-hmm. and it was saying how when you truly become a follower of Christ and you choose to pick up your cross, mm-hmm. you have to literally die to self. Yep. So I came to the understanding, like, I don't have a reputation no more. Yep. I have died to myself. Whatever comes with that, it comes with that. I'm so glad he took me back <laughs> to read that. Because yeah. I was going like, I'm like. So you don't take it personal. No, not at all. I have compassion. I literally have compassion. And I pray that people will feel and experience the love yep. of Jesus. Because yep. when you really are walking the walk and experiencing Jesus' love, it's like, how could you take anything personal or be mad? So I remember when God had told us that a podcast was something we was going to do. I'm like,
0: all right, God, <laughs> I know I'm going to be in charge. Of the technology. (laughs) Because it's not. (laughs) So I'm like, where do I start? What do I do? I know nothing about as far as podcasts. I knew how to run YouTube, but I never knew how to do the whole podcast situation. So I'm like, you said it, so you got to help this me. This is your podcast, yes. okay? I always tell him, like, when something ain't going right, I'm like, God, this your podcast. You got to help me, please. I need your yes. help. I'm like, okay, God, just lead me to the correct videos to watch. Or if it's a person that we should meet in order to help us with the technology, then, you know, show me. Reveal them to me. <laughs> he yeah. said, girl,
1: it's yourself. <laughs> you have to do
0: everything. So I remember one night, I was up so late. And I'm like binge watching videos about podcasting. And I came across this one video. And when I say he literally had everything in the video that I would need. And then we ordered everything. And I was like, all right, God, you gave me the equipment. But how I use it? So then I had to figure out how to use the equipment. And that was really a mission within itself. But I feel like because we had that promise of what God had called us to do, that no matter what happened, we were willing to persevere. So I'm like, you know, God, if this is equipment you said, I'm going to learn how to use these equipment. So I really felt like God was walking me through it and it was great it was like definitely an experience
1: you did a wonderful job thank you look at us today
0: (laughs) and i'm so excited to see what he's going to do because i remember when we were praying god was like don't despise small beginnings Mm -hmm. so if he said
1: this is a small beginning god where are you (laughs) taking us (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I just feel like he wasn't gonna leave us hanging too. That's yeah. why he was lining everything up because mm-hmm. he literally sent us to do this. In yeah. the Bible, you'll read a lot. These people in the Bible, they were sent. Yeah, that's it says, important. I sent him or I was sent by God. Yep. So it was like this is what God wanted us to do. So we're just yeah. so grateful. And we just know he wasn't gonna leave us hanging, and everything will always be of him because this is what he wants for us. This is not traditional. Like this is not traditional ministry. So yeah. I feel like that was
0: something that we had to adjust to as well because it just wasn't traditional. Like people don't just jump out And start podcasts As part of their yeah. ministry So the fact that he called us to this Is just so amazing Or
1: even so soon It's very and soon And I feel like a lot of people too They'll look at you And be like You just gotta say yeah. why, What I'm listening to you for But it's like Don't ever put God in a box He at can all. do And he can use Whoever he wants Children He can use children yes, We have seen a young kid prophesy And he was hitting it on the hell we like how do you know this making a young boy prophesied mm-hmm. and say the right things is like wow like i'm never putting god in a box ever that's
0: actually how he wants you to come to him like a child because mm-hmm. if you come i know everything i know every verse in the bible it's what a, you need god for yeah because you you know it all yeah so he wants you to come like a child so god, you can learn. it's so much more i have to learn about you we truly have not touched the
1: surface of what god Can do what he will do. Just to know that it's so much more. Because I'll be like, you could never get bored in this life. It's always a deliverance. It's always something to do. Just to know we haven't touched the surface. It's like, girl, you better strap your... (laughs) Put your Crocs in sports mode, baby.
0: Put on, that Put on the of armor truth. of God because
1: th- this is just the surface. We haven't touched the surface yet. <laughs> It'd be mm-hmm. like, well, mm-hmm. and I just be thinking like I would have been came to Jesus if I knew <laughs> the whole time I, I'm out here thinking I'm doing my thing and doing it up. Mm-hmm. All I had
0: to do is come to Jesus. I want to touch on that as well because I feel like a lot of people will be like. Oh, I'm going to wait till I'm older mm-hmm. in order to give my life to Christ. But imagine if you could avoid all that suffering. Why would I want to get rid of 40 years of trauma and bondage, and bondage when I could get rid of 22? A lot of girls are scared. Because they think that they haven't experienced something in the world. Let you're me not be the missing. one to tell you. The yeah. world is ghetto.
1: Yeah, you're it's not ghetto. missing on anything. And I have done a lot. Okay? <laughs> so... You're not missing out on anything. His will for you is greater than the will we have for ourselves. (laughs) It's like a what you ordered versus what you got situation. (laughs) The world
0: is not it. And you would truly never feel satisfied. You would do all these things and still feel like you're missing something. It was just
1: so nice to see all the DMs of young girls Mm -hmm. seeking God and wanting to just know more about him and be free and love him unapologetically, no matter how that looks like, let's make that the new norm of yes. us, young women and older women and men and um, young men as well. Just, just, loving god unapologetically no matter how that looks some girls even wrote us and got delivered
0: yes. from our
1: last video you know how good that makes us feel Yeah, and we
0: were be able to help and be a part of their deliverance, yes. so it was great it was that is great. true
1: purpose i was thinking that the other that's true god and, is literally
0: showing us our fruit
1: yeah and just to touch back to on the first video when i said i was like i don't have purpose now i'm so happy i feel like i have a purpose like i can actually help somebody you know how good that feels instead of being you know so self-centered and just always worried about myself yep. let's talk about some
0: gifts after the deliverance we did receive our spiritual gifts it's almost that like a superpower it. i was <laughs> like
1: hold up <laughs> what's this <laughs>
0: So for me, my gift was, of course, my left hand. I'm a lefty, so my left hand. And this is so crazy because my pastor didn't even know I'm (laughs) left-handed. She was like, your left hand is going to be used to write books, and your right hand is going to be used to heal the sick. I'm like,
1: what? (laughs) And then for you... What was your Um, gift? I had the gift of prophecy. Yeah, So I can prophesy. I love that. Because I be in everybody's business, but I be in everybody's business. And I've never truly cared about other people's business. Like, Mm. don't tell me. I don't care. And sometimes he'll actually make me give somebody a word. And when you give people words, you just have to walk in wisdom. It's not always the right time to give someone a word. But you just always have to kind of go back and forth with God and be like, okay, is this the right moment for me to tell the person? You have to be very wise with your gifts as well. Like don't take them for granted and misuse them because it's literally a gift. And I remember that is what was happening to me
0: because I was seeing you give people prophetic words. and I'm like, at the Nelson, I'm like, God, give me a word for my nail tech. It just was, I was trying to operate in a gift that wasn't mine. Mm -hmm. So I really had to come to terms with that. And like, you know what, God, if you call me to write, if you call me to heal the sick, then that's what I'll do. Yeah. And it reminded me of the story in Luke where Martha and Mary like had Jesus over and whatnot. And Martha over there, she preparing for Jesus and Mary over there just at his feet. And I'm like, I'm thinking that it's by my works. And remember in the Old Testament, it was all about works. Now Mm -hmm. it's about faith. So I'm just like, I'm going to just try to read the most and I'm going to just try to do all this stuff. But in reality, he just was like, just come to me. like And chill out. Yeah. Rest. Yeah. So that definitely reminded me of the story of Mary Mary and Martha. And they were sisters too. So I'm like, you know what? I just need to be at Jesus' feet and just asking him
1: like, God, how can you use me today? What do you need me to do? And I'll do it. He want us to do the work. Don't get me wrong. He want us to do the works and Mm -hmm. bring heaven on earth. But a thing that I thought was cute is our gifts match our personality. Yeah. Because she's more like the light sister. You're more calm. I'm more like the loud. (laughs) When you truly get to know me, like most people don't know me. Mm -hmm, But when you truly get to know me, I'm the more loud sister. I love to talk. I love to engage in conversation when I truly feel like I'm comfortable with people. Mm -hmm. So it's like my gift matched me. I I love to talk. So giving a word was nothing. But then again, sometimes I will be embarrassed. I'm like, God, I like to give, but I don't know them. This one guy, I had to tell him to stop smoking. Mm. I was like, he gonna look at me like, girl, who are you? (laughs) I was getting in my car to leave and God said, no, go back and tell him what I just told you. And I've come to an understanding that certain words that God is giving me can be life or death for someone. So like I said, I died to self. So now it's like. Forget me. I got to go give this word because this can be important to their life. I was watching Tim Ross the other day and I, mm-hmm. love, I love watching Tim Ross because yeah. I feel like his personality is a little similar to mine. It is. So <laughs> you guys can check him out on YouTube. He has said something about prophets. Mm-hmm. And when you have the gift of prophecy, you're supposed to encourage, strengthen, and comfort people. So I just want to always make sure that I'm using my gift correctly. I shouldn't be giving people just bad words because it's life and deaf in the power of the tongue i feel like you're, you're working in the kingdom you should always speak life i just be very mindful of my gift I'm, I'm excited to have it but i just want to make sure that when i use it it's always of god people like to say why can't we drink wine or a certain situations certain scenarios like that and i'm just like well what if i have to give a word to someone how am i going to be drunk and trying to listen to the holy spirit how does that align Same for me as well, because it was almost like
0: I was disrespecting God for the gift that he had gave me. Because even though it's different gifts, he's the one who distributes them. So it's like me saying, okay, God, you you gave her this gift and I got this gift. It's like a disrespect because at the end of the day, it's the same spirit that gave me the gift. So because of that, I'm like, you know what, God, if you want me to heal the sick, I'm going to heal the sick. You want me to write? I'm we like,
1: need you. We yeah. need everybody. We need everybody Absolutely. to have their, their and
0: that's exactly what I had came across when I was reading my Bible. The nose can't do what the hands can do. Mm-hmm. So therefore, since we are part of his body, there's different functions in the body. If one function suffers... All of us suffer. Like, all the other body parts suffer. So, therefore, I just need to respect my gift. Because, one, I need to respect the one who distributed the gift. It's like, you can have all of these gifts. You can prophesy. You can heal the sick. But if you don't have love,
1: you have nothing. Yeah, and there's no limit to the gifts as well. Which is and what then, I
0: should have been thinking. Like, yeah. yo,
1: if I store these gifts right, mm-hmm. he gonna give me oh yeah Like I said, we need you, honey. My baby was coughing the other night. And I'm like, girl, if you don't go lay hands <laughs> on that young man and yeah. heal the sick.
0: I definitely enjoyed this episode today. Me Very too. refreshing.
1: I felt like it was much needed. And
0: the girls been missing us.
1: Yes. They've been like, yeah. I've been checking your page. <laughs> when you
0: going to upload again? But I think it is important to remind you all that we are Holy Spirit led. Yes. So we're not on a schedule. It's just whenever God says, today you're going to be filming or this is the day that you're supposed to put it out. Mm-hmm. We're honoring that. And so we're acknowledging him. There's no schedule. Everything. I feel like I should definitely let you guys know.
1: Yep. We're not moving until he tell us. So that's why it's
0: important to definitely have your notifications on or just be following us on one of our platforms so that when we do post, you guys will know.
1: And we're just so excited to have new kingdom brothers and sisters in Christ. It's so exciting because it's like the kingdom recognizes the kingdom. Okay, I'd be like, that's my brother. He's talking that talk. That's my brother. (laughs) That's my sister. She's talking that talk. So it's just so happy. No. okay,
0: these are the sheep yep and these are the wolves
1: yeah but they be like welcome home yeah i'll be taking my juice you know how you go to the hotels and they have like the refresher juice when you first get there they be like welcome <laughs> so to hot towels oh y'all so nice over here thank you <laughs> yeah so it's just so exciting we were thinking y'all so what should we call you guys <laughs> yes. what y'all want to be called i was thinking softies but that, <laughs> don't, that like, just don't sound right <laughs> i know but it's like y'all hey some, softies hey softies so just drop so, in the uh, comments i ain't gonna lie, we
0: got some gangsters
1: them comments. they be gangsters. i'll be like oh it's <laughs> so soft life through christ young ladies they be oh they be going in i'll be like whoa that's yeah, so i say walk well, in love whatever y'all do walk <laughs> in love. love what would jesus do <laughs> he ain't gonna be going back and forth with people in the comments but we truly love you guys yes and help us with a name help us with a name drop a name below because i know y'all creative We'll be back soon. We're going back to enjoy the peace Jesus had <laughs> in the boat. We're going back to enjoy some peace before before another episode. We do truly thank you guys from the bottom of our heart. And thank most you. of all, we thank God as well yes. for just um, giving us the platform and the opportunity to do this. Yeah. We love you guys. <laughs> Ciao. <laughs> Thank you all for watching. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on all social platforms at SoftLifeTC. We pray that you all get to experience God's love. Until next time, love you guys.